everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I need to tell you about one of the great companies that's keeping my show free. Who doesn't want to spice things up in the bedroom? Maybe you've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie. Well, here's a really special offer for my Sex with Emily listeners. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. So this is a great time to try a couple's toy like the Lilo Siri or a vibrating ring or even a rabbit. But that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift, so sexy, I just want to surprise you with it. And to top it all off, Adam and Eve will throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type EMILY for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. So just use offer code EMILY at adamandeve.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I no longer have the Friends with Benefits program. My podcast is completely free so that you can always enjoy Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com. You can listen to our podcast and do all that stuff. And hopefully many of you are at Sex with Emily right now listening to Sex with Emily. Because we are live. We are live Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for all you loyal listeners and for anyone in the world who wants to watch. Anywhere in the world, they can be watching us know, right now. via the internet. Via the interweb. <laughs> and it's awesome. So thanks, everyone. Oh, my God, we have so many Friends with Benefits members, and I really am so appreciative that everyone is joining the Sex with Emily Friends with Benefits program because, you know, you get so, so much more because obviously you're listening to the show because you want to have better sex. We all want to have better sex or more sex or improve our sex life, I believe. I don't know anyone who really doesn't. And even if you're happy with your sex life, you know, you want to push it to another level. So if you're a Friends with Benefits member, you get access to the full video and audio podcast, which is an hour of content we're doing a day. Plus, we're doing videos, we're doing polls, we're doing blogs, we're doing so many things that you can all access and we're answering your emails. You know, we get hundreds of emails here, I'd say a week from listeners. And we your email goes to the top. Your email is the first, like first we answer. So we appreciate when you become a Friends with Benefits member. It's like 15 cents a day. It's like nothing. And then what's cool is, you know, past, you know, what, five years you've been doing it, the the website was just like hosting the podcast. But now there's, if you go there every single day, there will be new content every single day. Exactly. To sexwithemily.com. Which is awesome. Yeah. Hi, Menace. It's so good to see you. I missed you terribly. Where the hell have you been? I was in Michigan visiting my family. All right. Yeah. How'd that go? I, I realize that every vacation quote I take is with my family because they're so far away and they want to see me and I want to see them and I have nieces and my brother and all this stuff. But it's just like it's far and it's amazing, <laughs> but it's hard being – I was gone for like five, six days. It's just yeah. a long time and it's not really vacation. So like I haven't had a vacation in like two years. What did you even do there? Well, my brother has a lake house and it's mm -hmm. beautiful and there's a boat and we go on the boat and we sit out by the water and we make s'mores, marshmallows. And And you drink cervezas? We drink cervezas. I did drink lots of cervezas on yeah. um, on the Fourth of July, and then everyone goes to the little middle of the lake, uh -huh. and they tie their boats together, and then you go from boat to boat to boat, and you eat all the food, and you yeah. drink, and everyone has different drinks, like Jello shots and all this stuff. But I got sick. I was sick for two days, which oh, is no. was such total buzz. I was in bed and sick. So I had the stomach flu. Really? Yeah. I had the stomach flu, and it was like my whole family was like pissed. Like I was telling Kelsey on the way over here, I was like, mm -hmm. you know, my family. They're not the most most nurturing people in the world. Yeah. I don't know if that would explain anything about me. Did I just give you all like a big insight into yeah. me? But like they were just kind of pissed. They were like, get out. Like, 
you are here visiting us. Like, you yeah. are here to serve us. Get out of bed. My nieces were like, we just lost two days with you. Blah, blah, blah. But whatever. I'm back. And I'm glad. And it was awesome. It was fun and beautiful and sunny. It's like 90 degrees. We don't get that here. I know. I saw a photo of you also online with you a bunch in a bunch of children. You look like a mother. Didn't I? Is it weird? Yeah. It's my nieces. Aren't they cute? Yeah. On my fa- it's on my Facebook page. If and you I said, if these children only knew the life that you lived. But they do. My eight-year-old. <laughs> my eight-year-old niece, nine, almost nine, is the one who came over and memorized all my sex book titles and then um, the next morning asked her mom why why Aunt Emily's every book she has is has the word sex in the title. Oh, but, so, but apparently <laughs> Ella, my little niece, has been the, the sex educator at all her friends now because she had the oh, sex talk. Great. great. So happy. That's my that's my legacy. But my my my, my sister in law, her mom, was like, you know, at least she's getting her facts right because she talked to the moms who because mm-hmm. Ella's like, well this is what sex is about, but she said she's getting her facts right. So she's happy. That's crazy. Friggin' crazy, man. How are you? What'd you do? I'm good. How was uh, your date? We all want to know. Yeah. Well, I didn't even mention it that I was going on a date. Yeah, Remember? you did. How would we know? No, but I mentioned it off the air so listeners don't know. Remember? No, because meant- I kept it secret. I didn't say it on the air because I was doing a surprise thing. Remember? Yeah, I remember. But you did mention it on the air that you were going on a date. Because that's how we all knew. You didn't say it off the air. You said I, it- I did say it off the air. Did I say it off the air? She doesn't even pay attention to our intern. What kind of crap is that? Anyways, just in case listeners didn't catch it, even though Emily's extremely high right now. I feel uh, very high. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell? I've got so much energy. I'm like bursting. I hope people are watching on the internet right now at sexwithemily.com. You can also check the video podcast later if you're not catching this. You want to make exuberance. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You are (laughs) frightening me. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I was going on a date. There was this girl that I've known for uh, a really long time that I really like. And uh, she is a huge Rihanna fan. Oh, right. So a couple months ago, I noticed on our concert calendars when we're writing those up that Rihanna was coming to town. I was like, oh, I got to put in some calls. I got to see if, you know, Rihanna is meeting fans, all that stuff. And uh, come to find out, she was meeting fans. I I knew somebody at the record label. Love it. So, like, I got, like, killer seats. And then... After the show, it was all a surprise. I didn't tell right. her where we're going that day okay. or anything. I said, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to hang out. But it's not what you think because she knew that Rihanna was right. in town. And I go, I don't want to get your hopes up. So I was trying to throw her off. Right. I go, we're going to dinner t- at my friend's house. So we did. And it's an awesome dinner. They live in a penthouse like right. 23 floors up looking over a city. And then I said, okay, yeah, we are going to Rihanna. So then we go to Rihanna, but then I don't even tell her, like, we're going to meet Rihanna right. after the show. So right when we were in the seats, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, after the show, we're going to go meet up with Rihanna. Did she have a heart attack? Oh, yeah. She was dying. It was cool. But the only thing is, you know, nothing happened because – no, didn't no. bang you or give you a hand job Dude. after all that? No. So check this out. So the, the concert ended around like 11-something, right? And the meet and greet wasn't till 1 a.m. Oh. Okay? It kept on getting pushed back. And the thing is, my friend from out of town was also there, another radio friend of mine. And he was staying in, like, I don't know, six cities over right. at a hotel for some reason. And he was taking the train. The meet and greet ran so late that the train stopped running. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to leave my friend and his girlfriend right. high and dry in Oakland, so California. So you, like, told her that she was going to meet her and then you had to bail. No, she no, but my friend was he was there for the oh, meet okay. and greet too, so he was there. But the thing is, like right after the meet and greet, like I had to drop her off at oh. her car, and then I had to drive like so far. You do <laughs> so drop much off crazy my, driving to my stuff. to my friend's house. I mean, my friend's hotel, right? And then I didn't get home till like three something in the morning, and then I had to get up at four a.m. and go Jesus. to work. So, so that did, was my night, okay, but it was okay. it was still awesome. It was a lot of fun. You right. know? It was it was it felt really good, like surprising somebody that was. You That's know, amazing. Really That's so good. That. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's good. So, I would love if someone did. I haven't had anyone like surprise me with something fun in a, ever. Really? <laughs> I'm like no in a way. long ever. Really? I don't think so. Not no? like not like oh I know you want to do this and so we're gonna do this. No. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. I've done like uh where I. I told the girl, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to a club. And then so meet me at this, uh, you know, at this time and we're going to go. And then I go, oh, you – I go, it's not what you think, but do you work the next day? 
And she's like, no. I go, okay, cool. So we start driving, and I go, oh yeah, the club we're not going to, the club we're going to is not in San Francisco. It's actually in Las Vegas. So then we just like left and went to Las Vegas oh, for wow. like eight hours and then came so back. So fun. Yeah. See? Yeah. I need you some don't, surprises. You hang out with Dorks. crazy yoga what? guys. Like, No, I don't go out with yoga guys. <laughs> I did not go out with that yoga guy second so time. I, so, But no, there's nothing ever that's like surprised, I don't, like, I don't, surprised you ever? I mean, okay. I can't say never. It's always lame dinners and... And uh, I'm kind of pissed right now. I think I'm like really? actually really angry. I'm actually gonna cry. Dude, I could surprise how have you. I not, so how easily. have I not had? I know. I, there's so many things, and I'm so easy. And I'm so great. I know whatever you might not think this, mm-hmm. but I'm very grateful. Like if I'm dating someone, they do anything. I'm I'm beyond grateful for anything. Like I don't take it for granted. I don't whatever. So I would, yes, when you surprise me, man, I'll be so happy. I'm All right. grateful. I'll but I don't. Of, but I haven't been dating I'll, anyone for a long time. I'll think of something to surprise you. Okay. Cool. Um, well, let me just give a big overview, a brief overview of what we're going to talk about today. Just for everyone who's just joining us. So you're listening to Sex with Emily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So topics today, um, we'll be reading your emails and we'll be doing sex in the news. We've got tons of sex in the news um, that we're going to be spreading out over a few days. There's so much sex in the news that happened this weekend. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, topics for emails include porn addiction, masturbation, 69ing, and anal play. Yeah. And then for our sex topic, we've got um, – We've got sexy movements. We've got sexy hip movements. All the movements that you should be doing that you don't know about to make your okay. sex life better. Ways you can move your body that you have never moved it before. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you have instructional videos? No, but we do need to do some videos. We need some like some dolls or something. Some dolls? <gasps> That's a great idea. Like some sex dolls. Remember my friend had that Volvo puppet? Yeah. Oh, no. you Friday. The I Friday saw show. it, though. Oh, you watched I it? I took a picture of it. No, I didn't. Oh, you saw the puppet when yeah, she brought it in. And she's like, here's the clitoris. Here's the da-da-da. But I think of – because there's lots of positions that I describe. If uh-huh. I had two dolls, that we could make them do stuff. Yeah. Or <laughs> models in the room. That would be cool. We could position them. That would be awesome. That would be great. Um, so, yeah. So, I, what? Sorry. I have to ask you about that. How uh, – because she had dildos and things like that. Like how risque – was Did the show? That was on Friday show, right? That was Girl Talk Friday yeah. when we have girls in the studio talking about the sex life. It was pretty risque. It was. It was. She got into it. She got into. I can't remember, but I know because I, I've been on vacation, so my brain yeah. is like waterlogged from the ocean, the lake. But um, it was. It was. Ama- I remember thinking it was an amazing show. She brought in her strap on. She brought in mm-hmm. her bubble puppet. She really wants to penetrate a man anally. Okay. <laughs> So she brought in her new strap uh-huh. on and she bought like hundreds of dollars worth of sex toys while she was here in San Francisco. And um, yeah, all my crazy sex school friends. I know because I, I, I'm the reason I'm asking is I haven't watched or seen them. I'm sorry because, you know, I'm not on them. So why? Why even bother? But um, the people, listener were, uh, listeners were hitting me up on Facebook saying, are we trying to attract a new audience because you guys have gotten so raunchy? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And they they were talking about those shows because we repeated the one with I think we repeated one with Sarah, my other sex uh-huh. school friend, and then we repeated the other one. Okay. But no, we're not going raunchy. We're just trying to show people the spectrum of sex. Yeah. So you could call it raunchy, whatever. But we're trying to show everything. But pretty much from like, mainstream. I was like, I don't know. What you're you're talking like, about. I wasn't there. Menace <laughs> wasn't invited those days, and he's always invited, but he had to be gone, and it was very sad. <laughs> um, and so, what else was I going to tell you? Oh, there was a great article in the New York Times that I'm going to post on the website. Um, that it was the cover of the New York Times, which I think is a really, really big deal, Menace. And you have to listen to the title of the story. There's the Sunday New York Times. Sunday New York Times is my favorite thing to do is read the Sunday mm-hmm. New York Times. The Sunday New York Times magazine. The cover story on Sunday was entitled Infidelity Keeps Us Together. Oh, no. And it was all about like non-monogamy and how why it's sometimes why why may having marriage based on monogamy is is flawed part of our system uh-huh. for people to get together and say for that we'll never cheat we'll never cheat and to let that be the down you know the downfall of your marriage when really mm. you're not even discussing the fact that that could happen and you might be attracted to other people anyway it's it's I'm not going to give it justice. It's a very long article, but I'll give it to you to read. I bet you loved it, though. I loved You're it! Like, More. My mom's like, this comes is... in, she's like, here, I've got something for you. Oh, no. Yeah, she it's really good. She was dreading it, too. No, she wasn't. She thought it was great. It's really good. It was Dan Savage, you know, who's a longtime columnist, sex, you know, Dan Savage. Yeah, I love Dan Savage. He's amazing. Yeah. No, but he's, he's a sex columnist. He's been writing about sex for 20 years, and he he quoted him a lot, and it was just a really good article. And then, um, 
Yeah, that's what I got. Oh, and then I went so, to this. Yeah. What? Wait, you didn't meet any boys in no, Michigan? No, it was all family. That's why I was like, I hope Menace got laid this week because I don't have anything. I was in Michigan. No, no there's boys. No, there's no men in Michigan? None. None. I mean, yes, they're married. <laughs> they're all married or... Um, I'm just with my family. Like I'm like I get yeah. I get there and I've got like those girls, all my little nieces. Just your my... sister in law didn't hook you up or nothing. No, but one day I was on the boat with mm-hmm. my brother. We were out on the boat all day, and then my sister in law and her friend and her friend's new husband and his friend were there. They were all playing golf all day. So I'm like, oh my god, they just brought a single guy for me. I was like, way to go. I was like high fiving my sister in law. But it just turns out that he just happened to be there and it wasn't for me and no one was Ugh. thinking about me and he had to leave like an hour later. That but I thought that he was cute. I was like, oh my God, there's a cute single guy. Way to go, family. Yeah. And then he wasn't for me. That's weak. So totally weak. So I got nothing in Michigan. I've got nothing, nothing. Your family sucks. My family does suck. <laughs> and they think now I got a dog. I officially oh, have the dog. I officially no. got the dog today. No. Yes, today. Why? And she's really cute because my friend picked me up at the airport and she had the dog all week for me because I couldn't bring it home to Michigan. And so she's in the office for official. And it's scary because it's like I'm scared a little bit. Like people have animals. People have children. Yeah. But I have like a dog for the first time, so it's it's scary a little. But I'm really excited. How's this dog? Her name's how many, Dixie. She's how many so cute. days has this dog been with you? She's three hours. Three hours. She's with me for two days, and then I was gone, and then now she's back with me for two hours officially. What? She slept at my house one. So night. now that's uh, this dog is so amazing. It's only been with you for a couple hours. Like We're you haven't love. even experienced. No, I know it's going to be like hard. Taking I'm a little care nervous. Of a child. I know. I'm very nervous. I have to say, I'm very very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Is everything good? Uh, yeah. I'm just looking over at our computer that's broadcasting us right now, and I only see audio coming out of one channel. So I apologize to anybody if that is affecting you. I will, I'm will. i looking into it. Okay, so you look can into keep it. on I'm going to do some sex in the news, I think. All right. Okay. First of all, July 6th is National Kissing Day, which is today. So everyone should go make out with someone. Have a really good make out. Um, tomorrow we're going to be doing a show all about kissing. Because kissing, do you know that kissing is the first thing that goes in relationships? They say, like, you're with someone, and the first thing that goes is kissing. And then, I guess, oral sex and blowjobs. But first thing is kissing. And you have to – and especially for women, we need to still kiss to feel connected. And if you're with someone a while, you just stop kissing and you go right to the act. And there's ways to enhance kissing, to make kissing better. And also, if kissing isn't so great, like a lot of people – I get this question asked to me a lot. They said, you know – Everything's great. I just met this person, but we're not kissing really well. We're not connecting. He's he's a bad kisser slash she's a bad kisser. There are ways to improve your kissing. There are ways to become a better kisser. So um, we're going to talk all about that on tomorrow's show because it's uh, today's National Kissing Day. Am I going to kiss someone today besides a dog? That's what I want to know. I'm not sure. I feel like we should all make out with someone, and I think it's just maybe me and my dog. You're going to make out with your dog? I thought you were like hanging out with some guy before you left. Like, I met some guy. Why you kiss him? I don't know where he is. He's traveling or something. <laughs> oh, or, no. Or he's around. I just got back. I got back from Michigan an hour ago. Yeah? Yeah. I was and like you racing. didn't text him the minute you got off the no, plane? No, I'm not like that. I'm not like, the text Like, hey, I'm back in town. How you doing? How you doing? How, How you doing? I didn't say that. Okay, let's go no. to, um. we'll get into sex news. The first part okay. was the July 6th is National Kissing Day. Did you hear that? You excited? Yeah. When it comes, okay, here's the next one. When it comes to sex, SF is on top and LA gets laid the most. This is another study about San Francisco being top of the sex list. Uh-huh. San Francisco likes to have sex with and with lots of different people, at least according to a national survey conducted by a condom company. 200 people from several major cities asked about their sexual habits and how many partners they've had and San, Fran- had, and San Francisco, it turns out, comes on the top of multiple categories. The average silly city dweller had 30 sexual partners, more than any major U.S. city. And average San Franciscan is also likely to have had sex in a rural area, to have masturbated, learned about sex in school, and least likely to believe in absence before marriage. But people in L.A. are getting laid more. That's what we got to say about California. That's weird. Well, see, because we're only seven by seven miles, so... They more people just, there. Everyone's just sleeping with each other. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. So um You can yeah. probably connect everybody in this city with You can. Each, Six each. two degrees. Oh yeah. For sure. Definitely. Happens all the time. Okay. Charlie Sheen is single. <gasps> what? Unoffi- officially <laughs> goddess lists. No. Goddess lists. He has goddesses, remember? He had those yeah. three goddesses. He's goddess lists. They all left him. He's unchained. He's at TMZ learned the warlock's last remaining goddess just gave him the chop. Sources close to Charlie tells TMZ Natalie Kenley moved out last week, but hell hath no fury like a warlock scorn because we're told <laughs> the actor demanded she return the Mercedes he bought her. 
Oh, she should. According to sources close to the actor, Charlie brushed off the breakup, claiming it's not a common thing for the machine. He calls himself the machine. The machine? M A S H E E N. Uh huh. Loser. We're told his penis celebrated the split by declaring war on the entire world, conquering three women from three different countries Mexico, Australia, and Colombia the very night Kenley walked out. No way. What a douchebag. It's my favorite word. <laughs> douchebag? You. You're embracing that now. I am. I'm. 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 I'm gonna embrace it. Like, I don't think to say it often enough. But sometimes when I do, I think, "Oh, that's a time for douchebag." What an idiot! He went out. And sl- How old is this guy? What? He's like in his forties or? Yeah, but he'll get women that just hang her ons. The guy's like. He's like she left he'll me. He'll get a bunch of Mercedes back, and I'm gonna go sleep with three women tonight. See, at the time that he bought her that Mercedes, he bought all the women that he was hanging out with uh, cars. Like he bought his ex a Mercedes. His ex-wife a Mercedes, her Mercedes, his uh, the porn star girlfriend a um, you think a knew- Bentley, and then some other chick a a car too. I would think a Porsche. You think when you lose your job and you're having a nervous, I guess if you're having a mental breakdown or whatever, yeah. you. Maybe- but no, it's weird that I I know people that you know are very well off. And when they lost their job, they just wouldn't spend money like crazy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you why? think you back off? Yeah. But that um, guy has like – he has so much money. He has Babe Ruth's um, World Series ring. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because two and a half men. Never yeah. seen it before. It is awful. But Why is it so popular? I don't understand because – The series, two and a half men. It's, I give it the uh, the Jay Leto thing where it's Ugh. so – He's so boring. It, yeah. It's so simple and middle America just embraces it like crazy. Like it's hilarious, you know? David We're Letterman. so much funnier than that. David Letterman is a freaking genius and hilarious. Genius. But and John Stewart. It, he makes you think. It's right. the problem. I know. They don't think. Two and a half man's like yeah. canned laughter or whatever it's called. Yeah. What's it called when they fake the laughter? It's canned laughter. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. Uh, can you uh, – everybody yeah. hold on one second. I'm going to try to plug in this. So yeah, Give me having... five seconds. One, two – wrong i don't know uh, it's tripping me out right now is it recording the show do you want to call our people no we're recording the show it's not it's not their problem there's something that changed in the wiring while we were gone oh those people when we were gone why do they do that to I us i don't know but i kind of fixed our uh You're we're gonna have our intro i love when menace plays with all the wires and stuff it's so hot <laughs> wow Thank you. Uh-huh. But anyways, continuing. Everybody. Okay. The Quentin Tarantino's toe-sucking sex email that will haunt your dreams. Oh, no. A young woman who works in show business emailed 15 friends last week with a tale about meeting director Quentin Tarantino at a party. Mm-hmm. She made out with him, took sexy pictures in a photo booth, and watched him whip out his short, fat, nub-like penis. Okay. She then had foot fetish quasi-sex with him, she claims. That's just too much information, and like that's why these guys got to be careful too. Like, you're famous, some woman's gonna whatever trash but your penis. He's that's out of me. his mind, though. What he's else crazy. is he doing? Isn't there been more news about him lately? I thought I saw. No, uh, last time I really heard about him, he was da- dating Margaret Cho. Oh, really? Yeah, they were together for a while. I never heard that. I thought she was, but a lesbian. He is no, no, she's not a lesbian. Margaret Cho, the comedian, Bisexual? yeah. She might be bisexual, but she's not a lesbian. Interesting. Quentin Tarantino, nub-like penis. How would you feel if some woman met you and said you had a nub-like penis? Uh, Don't ever talk about a man's penis. But you know what? He's famous. He's going to get laid anyway, so don't matter. True that. Social media overtakes porn as the number one online activity. Yes. So more people are on Facebook than surfing porn. Yeah. Okay. With Facebook surpassing Google as the most trafficked site on the internet last year, wow, Okay, wow, Facebook surpassed Google. That's crazy to me. I'm definitely on Google more than Facebook. It shouldn't really come as a surprise that people are more likely to play Farmville or constantly refresh their ex's profile page than to look at nude photos online. How do they know I was refreshing my ex's page? (laughs) Um, Social media has now overtaken porn as the biggest internet time waster. This fact comes via video created by Eric Qualman, author of a book called Social Nomics. The infographic-filled clip is shock full of fascinating statistics. For instance, one in five couples blames Facebook for their divorce, and three in five gay couples meet online. I cannot believe that... We are online more than surfing porn. Yeah, but I think it's. But it's you think pe- they're online because they're looking at their ex's profile, which is already they're doing to that. Anyway. Yeah, and no, yeah, it's just they're all cruising to eventually try to to get to real sex is what they're really trying exactly. to do. Exactly. You know? They're like, 
okay, do I want to just watch this woman that I'm never going to ever have sex with or potentially stalk some new women? Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe have a date with them one day. Yeah, like I get random dudes asking me out on Facebook like that I've met once or that uh-huh. I – and I got asked out by like three guys this week that I don't even know who they are that I met at a party that I went to. How would this happen? Well, I'll tell you what happened. I was at a party the night before I went home to Michigan for mm-hmm. this woman with this book oh, called Oh, but I thought Slow you had Sucks. a pack and do all that stuff, right? I did. Is that what you told I that went one for- guy? <laughs> oh, right. I hope he's not listening. Yeah, he's listening. No, no, no. I you did have so to pack. I, it was it wasn't a party party. I was literally not kidding you. How long were we there, Kelsey? Forty five minutes at that party? Half hour? Yeah, we were there forty five minutes. It was just a work party. I mean, this woman wrote uh-huh. a book about sex, and she has an orgasm. If you're in San Francisco right now, the next few weeks, it's an orgasm pop up store, and it's right on the corner of Sutter and Kearney, and it's um, it's this. She runs this organization called One Taste in San Francisco. It's a lot of educational sex mm-hmm. stuff, and her book is called Slow Sex. She's going to be on the show shortly, soon, and she wrote a book about having like the slow sex movement. We need to slow down, but it's an orgasm pop up store for three weeks to promote her book, and it's yeah. all about. Um, you go in and it says orgasm is, and then everyone fills in the blanks about what orgasm means to them. And then they have like sensual chocolates and they have like a confession booth where you can go in and talk about your desires. And it was, it was really, it was a really cool event. And three guys there, whatever, apparently I met and they were like, let's go out. And how did they, did you just give me your number? I think they Facebooked me. Because I was interviewing her for the show, like uh-huh. talking to her. We did a video interview that we're going to post. And so. We did a video interview of her, and then they were like, oh, da-da, and then they found me on the interweb, and they asked me out. But one of them I think was cute, and I can't remember the other one, and I can't remember the other one. Oh, God. Okay, right. Okay, this one, I don't know. This one, I, this one, okay, penis size is related to length of fingers. Length of fingers? Uh-oh, yes, I'm not the actual, fi- yeah, if you're not, not yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> I, I have I, girly I hands. Do you? Yeah. I never knew that. I have girly hands. I have boy, le- boy hands, kind of. Boy what does hands? That mean? Man hands. They're I called man, man hands. Do I have man hands? Uh, no, not really. Kind of? Not, not really. really. <laughs> not really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't yeah. have man hands. I've seen some man hands on women. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're like really bulky and they look really strong. Okay, that's You're, not me. Yeah. Okay. They're just kind of stubby. But if you're trying to determine the size of a guy's penis through his clothes, it's not the size of his hands or feet that matters. It's the length of his fingers. At least according to a study recently conducted by Korean researchers, a team of doctors examined 144 men and found that the lower the ratio of the lengths of the index and rings fingers on the right hand, the longer the man's penis. Is this, like north, or, is this north or South Korea? I don't know, Because honey. if it's north, that's some sabotage they're trying to do. <laughs> it's like some mind games they're trying to know. play on. I don't know. I didn't – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I'm not sure. Okay. So um, – da, 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 da. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into some emails. <laughs> but have you, uh, what? did you already, did you look at dudes' feet before to see how big their feet never. were? Never. Never. I don't never believe that was true, but now I got to read that again. What is it? The index finger of the right hand? The index finger, that's bigger than the other one? Is it supposed to be, hold on, let, this is important. Of the right hand? Hold on. This is important, everyone. <laughs> Pay attention because this is really important if you're, if you care about this stuff. Uh-huh. And most women we have found, in studies and surveys, do not care about the size of a man's penis. Let me yeah. reinforce that here. I'm not saying that it matters the size of a man's penis. I'm just saying that it's the length of his fingers. It, this is what he said. The lower the ratio of the lengths of the index finger and the ring fingers on the right hand, the longer the man's penis. So the lower the ratio of the lengths. So the lower the ratio. What? <laughs> You're going to have to draw this out on sexwithelmy.com Let's draw it out on sexwithelmy.com later. Let's do it. Let's get into some emails. Find a hand and make some arrows. Okay. That was just too confusing <laughs> for me. Oh, here we got our poll results. Okay. Our recent poll Tell results. Me. And then we're going to get into emails. All right. Okay. This is what we have. Does the idea of having sex with a virgin turn you on? No. 23%, but it's nice. 23% said absolutely not. I want someone with experience. Mm-hmm. 26% said, yes, it's on my bucket list. 51% said they are not opposed to the idea. So I guess that means that they are 51% say not opposed. That means turned on. I think for a female, having sex with a virgin would suck. What? <laughs> I thought you gave me the head tilt like you were pissed at me. No, right no, now. no. I'm tilting my head <laughs> thinking about sex with a virgin. I think that would be kind of hot. It would be kind of hot? But like – 
Because you know they're just going to last like five seconds. Right? Yeah, but that's kind of fine. Like it's not like I'm there for like I think I'm going to get like anything really from it at that moment. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe but, you just get, you know, some, I mean, some props. But then you have to be really young and then I could get thrown in jail or something. Like how many virgins – there's a lot of older virgins too. Yeah. You're right. 20 there's something virgins, virgins 30, out there. There's 30-something virgins just wrote us last week. Maybe – yeah. And not to deter you fellas, you know, go get yours. It doesn't matter. What do you, you mean? Know? Don't be afraid that you're not going to satisfy the woman. You're just going to have to go ahead and do it just anyways. Just do it. Just you know? do it. Just go and do it with the right person, of course. Don't yeah. just – and don't feel bad if you are a virgin and, and make sure it's like the love of your life. Yeah, right. Make sure Someone she's that the one you're gonna that... marry forever. Right. Wait. Actually, you know what you should just do? <laughs> just wait till you get married. I'd say don't have sex until you until you know you're gonna get married to this yes. person. Yes. I told you I had my friend who waited I, three months. You Remember also I told me you're that? high today. <laughs> do I seem high? Really? Yeah. I wish I was. No, I think you're just well rested. I I, I rested. My, 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 I told you my mom, who's the least nurturing person on the planet, kept yeah. coming to my room every two hours and being like, "Are you better yet?" I'm like, "I'm sleeping, mom. I'm sick. I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm hot. I'm dying. Uh-huh. I'm sick. I'm like nauseous." Anyways. So mean to Going me. back Next to your friend, poll. you told me your friend. My friend did not have sex, waited three months, I told you, before yeah. having sex with the guy. Do you remember I talked about that a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I just think she's amazing and she get a medal. Like, who waits three months anymore? And I think it's amazing when people do. And a lot of people do. And I that think. was his choice? Her choice. Her choice. Okay. Yeah. But she waited three months before doing anything. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. even do the normal, like, I'm going to touch your penis and you're going to touch my clitoris kind uh-huh. of thing. Like, they just did not have sex. And I think that's good. Um, for her, she had to wait. She had a lot going on in her life. She said a baby by herself yeah. and whatever. But I, uh, I think that's cool. I, I would just be pissed if like some reason it all fell, fell off and we ended up not doing anything and I wasted right. like three months. Well, that's the thing. And he just like throwing this amazing birthday party for her. He did all this stuff mm-hmm. for her without took her on vacations and trips, no sex. Yeah, because he wants to get laid. Yeah, but then finally he did get laid. So it's amazing. Like I, I always think it's, it's better to wait. I always think it's better to wait. How's, at least, how's the relationship going now? At least 48 now? hours. 24? No. You should wait a few weeks. Yeah. How's the... Uh, they're like, good. I haven't talked to her in a few weeks, oh, okay. but it was, seemed to be good. But he was the, but then there were some erectile dysfunction issues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I'm like, babe, you could find that out three months earlier. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But erectile cool. dysfunction. The old, good old erectile dysfunction. Okay. Hey, nothing new... a pill can't fix. Exactly. Bagra. Or something, something. New poll. When is your favorite time to have sex? This is the first, this is the latest poll mm-hmm. that we just posted. Morning time, afternoon delight, or at night? I I like morning because I'm – Or weekends we should have added. Let's add weekends. Oh, yeah. Weekends. Weekends are the best because you can do it I knew you were going to say day. that. That's why I added it for you. All right. But I do think weekends are a good time to have sex because you're less pressure, less work. You don't yeah. like, you're not tired to go to work the next day and you're I, not like, yeah. If it's at night during the week, I'm exhausted. I don't want to. Right. No but if it's in the morning during the week, that's fine. Okay. So I think – I'm on a schedule. I'm a night person. Or an afternoon person if it's the weekend. You're an, you're a night sex person. Afternoons on the weekend. Afternoons on the weekend is awesome. After brunch, my favorite meal. After brunch, <laughs> Madison okay. doesn't believe in brunch. No. Okay. It's either breakfast or lunch. There is no brunch. I love it's brunch. stupid. You don't know how I feel about brunch. I love it. All right. I love it because you get the eggs and the bacon and the toast Bre- and the orange juice and the coffee and the just, water. Like you get so many things. Bre- brunch is just. A late breakfast. That's it. It's awesome. You just said you're eating breakfast late because you slept in all day and didn't do anything. Uh, you weren't unproductive. Okay. Why do you keep on checking your phone? Are you talking well, to a guy? No, it's because my the, the sound thing. They emailed me about the sound. That the sound sounds fine. The sound's cool? I was just checking the all time. Right. Our okay. computer just looks weird then. Okay, ready? Um, yeah. Here's our emails. Oh, but today, after we read your emails, we're going to talk about hip moving during sex and how the right technique can make you better in bed. That's going to be coming up next. When you keep on bringing that up, I keep on thinking Shakira. Because she Why? can she move her hips. She can move her hips like a mofo. So can I. Yeah. Yeah, I can dance. I can move my hips. But that's I'm not cool. Shakira. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't mean it's not about me. I didn't mean to take it back to me. You're right. Shakira's hot. I have an ex girlfriend like... that's identical to Shakira, I swear. Really? Yeah. Why'd you dump her? Uh, because I got back with my ex girlfriend. Got it. It happens. Okay. Here it is. Um I'm listening to the 617 Anal Sex Friday podcast, and it's driving me insane that Menace does not know what ass to mouth mouth means. Yeah, I do. What are you talking about? I was the one that was saying it. He says you don't know what it means, though. Tell him to Google that phrase. It's not what he's been using the phrase. It's much dirtier. Just thought he should know. 
That's from Lauren. The, the term ass to mouth does not explain what well, it is? Well, it's when you are it's, – it's, it's very bad, actually, ass to mouth. It's, no not, it's not healthy. It's when you have anal sex and you remove your penis from the anus and then you put the anus in your mouth without cleaning it, without protection, without anything. That is not true. It is true. That's not true. Yeah. This may enhance sexual excitement for both partners because it involves domination, humiliation. Do you know what I mean? Like it's part of the whole domination. Like you're going to suck my penis that just came out of your anus and it's not clean and it's not good and people shouldn't do it. Because it's disease ridden and you should be using protection anyway and you shouldn't put a penis in your mouth that has been in an anus (laughs) unprotected ever, ever. Do you hear that? Ever. There's ask well ask the mouth archive dot com <laughs> is what I'm looking at. I see. I think that's just from Wikipedia. Anybody can edit that. I mean, like if you look look up this movie called The Human Centipede, which is not a porn, by the way, and that's ass the mouth. Totally. All right. I apologize, listeners. Do not watch that movie. Okay. It's horrific. Oh, I watched a movie by the time. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. Right. But I'm telling you, that's not ask the mouth. Whatever well, at least it is, on, least over here in uh, the West Coast. Okay, with the the penis, the whole but penis whatever removal it is, and stuff. Whatever it is, ask the mouth. Uh, be careful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey Emily, I've been dating a great guy for two for a year and three months. Mm-hmm. He's really good to me and wonderful. Wonderful in bed, always wants to please me. Then one day, I sat down at his computer and saw that he'd left open a porn site. <gasps> Bastard. Curious, I looked at his browsing history and bam, I saw that he looks at hours of porn and pictures of naked teens every single day. What an a-hole. I confronted him about it in a non-judgmental, open-for-discussion way and we talked. He felt terrible knowing how bad I must feel. He said it's just a bad habit and he's been having it every day and he's been doing it every day for 12 years. What? I simply can't get past this. I don't really feel like it's cheating so much as I can't believe that hours of porn every day doesn't affect every aspect of his life and the way he relates to me and all women. He says he loves me and wants to stop. Should I believe him? It's not as bad. It's not as bad of a habit as it feels to me as it it's. Is it not as bad of, of a habit as it feels to me as it, as in, is he a total pervert? How could this not destroy our sex life? I really enjoy your show, Emily. Thanks for all your hard work. Marie from New York City. Oh, he's just being a guy. Well, Marie, uh, no, Marie, here's the thing. Addiction is a term that we all throw around like, you know, like if someone that everyone's addicted these days, you know, especially like, you know, they get into some scuffle like Tiger Woods is an addict. But really, an addiction, if there's a problem with this, like it affects your everyday life. And I think you made up a really good point that if he's doing it every single day for 12 years, like has to do it compulsively. I would say that there is a problem there. I would say that even if it was I, – I, okay, I don't know the level of it, but like that's just teens underage. I would say that um, that maybe he needs to talk to someone about it. It might be illegal and there's maybe there – If might it's be underage, some, then there's a problem. Like if it was just regular porn, um, people of age, of a certain age porn, and it was every day he masturbated for an hour or for 15 minutes, I think that's pretty normal. Like a lot of guys masturbate every day for 15 minutes or an hour, right? Online? Not yeah, but you. How did, how- but it's teen, and, and he says he can't stop, and I just feel like I feel like it does affect the way he relates to her and all women. It probably does. And he but wants how- to stop. He, but here's the thing. Here's, here's how we – wait. Okay. Here's how we know there's a problem with addiction. Addiction is a problem when it wreaks havoc on other parts of your life. So it is affecting his relationship. It's probably affecting his job and it's affecting his whole life if he has to do it every day. And he says he wants to stop. So when someone says they want to stop, like if he said, babe, no problem with it, I promise you there's no problem. But he's saying he wants to stop. So I think he should get help for it. That's true. But yeah. I'm just saying, how is it affecting his whole life if he's been doing it for 12 years and nobody knew about it? How is it affecting everybody? I don't the know. The only reason it's affecting because she found out. Yeah, but, but I think – But if she didn't find out, I guarantee you – But why is he saying he wants to stop unless he's just saying he wants to stop? But it's teen sex. Of course sex, he's going to say just, he wants to stop. I know, What's but he, then it's just – He's perpet- going to tell her like, oh, yeah, I want to keep on doing this. What's wrong? Yeah, I think that there's some problems here. I think that um, it's every single day for 12 years. I think anytime you do anything for every, you know, maybe going to the gym every day for 12 years is fine. But if you're doing that and it's teen sex and she and it bothers her and he says that he wants to stop, then then maybe she gets some help. Um, I don't think he's a total pervert. I would not label him as a pervert at all. 
I would. I don't like to label people. I don't like to label anyone's actually. I think that that's what turns them on. That's what turns them on. And he knows what turns them on. Good. That's fine. But I would say that there's a lot of sticking points here that just lead me to believe that he needs to get some um, help and look at it. Maybe they can go into therapy together. I mean, what would you do if a friend of yours was told you they were looking at porn all like teen porn all day? Or do you know anyone who does? You might a know. A friend him. of mine that, that told me that he looks at porn every day. Teen porn. Teen porn. Teen porn. Uh, if it was of age porn, then I go, whatever. Right. He's just being a dude. I'm sorry. It's but like, it's the teen aspect of it and the fact that he why? wants stuff. Why? If there's, there's hot 18, 19-year-olds, like I don't understand what's wrong with that. But if he's looking at 15, 16-year-olds, then yeah, he has a problem. Yeah, and he it's needs illegal. To stop it's it teen, right away. not 18. Yeah. I'm sure if she says teen, she wouldn't call it teen. It's not called teen porn if they're 18. It's yeah, pro- it is. It's called – it is. But Look it up. A, I'm sure – but – yeah, get I'm sure it's illegal. Like it's a, it's like that barely legal stuff. Yeah. Um, but Marie, I think that you have some good questions in here, and I think um, if he was if looking at underage how, porn for twelve years, I'm sure he would have been caught by now. How could this not destroy our sex life? She said. I mean, it doesn't have to destroy your sex life. I think everything's repair. Like you can repair it, and I think I don't even. Sounds like you, you know you've been having good sex, and um, I just say that it's something more. There's more going on here. That we know about. And There's guys out there, billions of guys that look at porn and it doesn't destroy their sex life. Believe me. He's being a guy. He just has a certain type of porn that he likes. And again, if it's not underage porn, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. If, you know, there's guys that like the foot thing. There's guys that like, you know, huge breasted women right. porn. And, you know, guys just, like because you're, just because you're older, you might be offended by that kid that he likes – uh, looking at younger women. She doesn't say she's older. But for 12 years, she's been doing it. So maybe he's older. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to label him here, sweetie Marie. But I think that um, this is an issue that you guys got to look into. And he should, if he wants to stop, you have to find out too, is he saying that he wants to stop for you or does he really want to stop? Because if he's saying he wants to stop just because you found out, then I would say that is a, I don't know that I believe him. But if he really looks like he's really going to take measures to stop, because just saying he's going to stop just like any addiction, you can say you want to stop in my time. I'm not going to drink ever again. You know, you feel the morning after you get really sick. You're like, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to do that again. But unless you take steps to quit addiction, you're not going to quit addiction, like joining a 12-step program or going into rehab or whatever. So I would just say, you know, you got to look into it more. And he's telling you you want to stop, but how you can you trust him? And I Porn th- is tricky, man. But also, more people are on Facebook than porn. It's not as serious – as we're making it out to be, or she's making it out to be, to be honest. That's, That's how think, I feel. Right. I, well, I think the fact that he wants to stop means that they just have to make sure that he yeah. they take necessary precautions. But I don't know that I believe that he wants to stop. He's probably, he might just be saying that as a reaction to her finding out. You don't need to make this a huge dagger in your relationship. That's no, it doesn't screw have it up to. Forever. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to end your relationship at all. I think porn is totally healthy and totally normal. It's just if it's. I don't know his – she didn't get into his his life mm-hmm. and how in 12 years. Like maybe yeah. he's a deadbeat. Maybe he hasn't worked. Maybe he – I don't know. Or maybe he's got a great job and he's really mm-hmm. successful and he's got a great relationship with his family and he loves his mother and everything's fine. But he's just all of a sudden wants to quit. I would find out well, why does he want to quit. Is it just because of you? Again, if it's just because of you, that's not a reason. If he feels shame around it, if he feels bad around it but he has to do it, mm-hmm. that's addiction. That's a compulsion. If it makes him feel bad but he feels like he can't stop, that's when there's a problem. If he's like – Gosh, you know, this looking at these 14-year-olds never really bothered me until she looked at my browsing history. Oh, yeah, I want to stop. But if he's – you know what I mean? If it's torturing him in any way too, there's mm-hmm. a problem. Okay. Hey, Emily, I listened to your show and I found it helpful in so many ways. So thank you. I am 19. I've been masturbating since I was 12. I masturbate regularly and love it. However, when I, when I have sex, I can't get to the same space to be able to orgasm. My partner and I foreplay and it turns me on. However, that's as close as I can get to climaxing. I've tried everything from pelvic floor exercises, training my brain, talking to my lover, etc. I guess my main question is, having masturbated for so long, has that alone affected my ability to orgasm with another? Mm-hmm. I don't think of an orgasm as the ultimate goal in sex, but I never leave feeling I never feel leaving satisfied no matter how hard my partner tries. I feel embarrassed for both of us as if I'm underperforming. I am fully comfortable and relaxed being naked, having sex, etc. Thanks for your help, Melissa. From Palmerston North New Zealand. All right. All the way to New Zealand. Okay, Melissa. So I think it's, first of all, I don't know how long you've been having sex. You said you're 19, how long you've been having mm-hmm. intercourse with someone. So you've been, mas- first of all, awesome for you for masturbating, knowing your body, being able to bring yourself to full climax. 
completely, completely normal for you not to be able to orgasms when during sex, during intercourse. Only 30 to 35% of women actually have orgasms during penetration. And so I would say that you are in the norm. And I would say that it has nothing to do with the fact that you masturbate. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that it takes practice and it takes time with this partner. And I would say... You say you can't get to the same space that you get to when you orgasm. And I would really try to incorporate what you do during masturbation into your lovemaking. So if you touch your clitoris, for example, I would do the same things that you do during masturbation when you're with your partner. So if you need to mutual, mutually masturbate in front of each other or if you need to touch yourself during intercourse and that makes yourself, makes yourself an orgasm or you need to bring in a sex toy to like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how you orgasm, but if it is clitorally. There's nothing wrong with needing some help, needing having him touch you, having yourself touch you, or just, you know, maybe you could start by masturbating again in front of him and seeing if you're able to get there with him in the room and then kind of moving slowly into incorporating it into your relationship. All right. All right. Okay. Emily, on a recent show, you were down on 69s for being too complex, too much to keep track of. But I find that my wife thinks too much when I go down on her. If she has something to distract her, then this gets her out of her head and she can really enjoy it. Great podcast. I look forward to the show each day. Donald from Lakewood Ranch, Florida. He's a premium member. Yeah, you're hating on the 69. He is a Friends with Benefits member. What up, Donald? Thanks for being a Friends Benefits member. Okay, I was down in 69. First of all, that's awesome. I think that's a really good point because I that your wife gets – she gets too much inside of her head and she can't enjoy oral sex. So that is a good reason why some people would like 69. Personally, like I was saying, I just find 69 distracting. I'm like, are we doing this or are we doing that? Like, am I going down on you or you, you, me, and let's just pick one. I think because they're going down much, on each other is much, how it works. Too much. I get it. I'm like, but let's just pick one because I can't – I'm such a perfectionist that I want to – I want no, but I want to be delivering. I want to be like into mm-hmm. it and on it and be like, I'm so giving you a great oral sex right now. Yeah. That – you're going to give me a high five after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a high five. I want a lot. That if you're going down on me, I'm not focused on that. I'm just kind of like, no, get, mm-hmm. let me at it. I'm trying to – so I, that's just me personally, my own issues. But a lot of people love 69. Donald loves 69. Yeah. There's His nothing, wife loves 69. Nothing wrong with Do you it. like 69? I can't no, I, I, I've never even done it. Never? No. Oh, you should try it once. Yeah, I will <laughs> with the right person. <sighs> okay. Emily, you are so seductive. As I clicked to listen, oh wait, Ooh. we should move into what? So seductive, Ugh. Ah, baby. I like it when you talk like this on the podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> so seductive. Ugh. I don't talk seductively. Huh? Sometimes you do. I do. Yeah, when I tell you to. <laughs> when do you tell me to? Say when you, I tell you to do it on the podcast. When like, have you oh, told baby. me to talk seductively? You do once in a while. Oh baby. No, you do it better than that. Come on. Pretend you're a phone sex operator and read that email. Emily, you're so seductive. As I clicked to listen on a classic episode on iTunes, I swear I saw you wink at me. My question is for both you and Menace. How do you feel about paying for sex? Long story short, I was raised as a Christian. No sex of any kind. Got married at 30. Mediocre sex for several reasons. Now divorced. I'm healthy, fit, and love to please. I love everything about sex. Just trying to find a woman who was interested in casual sex was tougher than I thought. Searching for ideas, I stumbled onto a niche niche that I didn't know existed. Independent ladies who practice full-body sensual massage with mutual touch. After seeing six different ladies, I can say, oh my God, how amazing these ladies are. No intercourse, mind you, but most everything else. P.S. <laughs> I got a boner. No, it's good. <laughs> Did you? No. Did I turn you on? No, I don't turn you on. No, I'm listening. I've listened carefully to what you've said about what women want in bed. Do you remember the chin trick? <laughs> well, as I employed your ideas about foreplay, she wanted me to go down on her, and bam, I remembered the chin trick. She loves lots of pressure and variation. The chin went into action. Mission accomplished. She had a great orgasm. Jeff from Seattle, premium member. Hey, Jeff from Seattle, thanks so much, premium member. Love it, love it, love it. I have no problem with you paying for sex as long as it doesn't keep you from connecting with women on an emotional level if that's what you want. So I have no problem with you like paying for women to give you – to masturbate you or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. That's – I don't think it's a problem. If it's compulsive again, if it's wreaking havoc on your life, if, if you're doing that instead of connecting with women, if that's really what you want, then there's a problem. But otherwise, I think it's awesome and awesome that you played the chin trick. That was on the Charisma show. If everyone wants to go to the classic episodes and look up Charisma – 
she talked about she goes out on women she's bisexual and she talked about the chin trick do you remember this menace when she was like no i don't oh you know why because you weren't there okay <laughs> she uses her chin and so many people have used this trick i can't tell you it's the most i didn't even give the tip i should feel offended but it's like the most sex trick tip that i've given or one of them that people have used the most and it works okay i don't remember what it was Explain exactly it. Oh, you it's something like you, you have to bring it up tomorrow we'll save it tomorrow, for tomorrow. okay let's tomorrow. get into the sex tips Okay, and real quick, yeah. I feel that every time I take a girl out on a date, I'm paying for sex anyways, because <laughs> I'm paying for the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Well, do you wish that she paid and then you wouldn't feel that way, or are you just kidding? No, I'm, I'm halfway kidding. Okay. Okay, here's what we're talking about today. Hip movements. There are many ways you can move your hips during sex. Here are some different ways you can move during sex to have the best sex possible for you and your partner. Okay. This is, this is tips for men first, and then women. It feels really good. I've been flying all day. Screwing. Ready? Okay. They call it screwing for good reasons, meaning mm. circular moves. So don't do the jackhammer sex. When I say jackhammer sex, I mean the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Screw around. Move your hips around in circles. Instead, grind your hips to make circular motions when your penis mm. is deep inside her to stimulate her clitoris. Yeah. Men do not do this move enough. They need to. If you want to hit the pearl to really give her pleasure, then push your hips up slightly at the tightest point of the screwing motion. Use your PC muscles. Okay, PC muscles, this is not a, this is not a reason to plug my very successful, very helpful, very popular iPhone app, but I will. It's called Kegel Camp, and you can get it on the um, iPhone. It's called mm-hmm. K-E-G-E-L, and it helps you with your PC muscles. Anyway, use your PC muscles, dudes. For the guys, you can use and women. You can use your PC muscles during sex. Everyone has a PC muscles. It's that muscle that you use when you you know the stop and start the flow of urine when you want to stop peeing and you can start peeing. You just have to exercise that. Uh-huh. Learn to relax your PC muscle when your hips meet with your partners and squeeze it when you pull away. Mm. So you relax it and then you tense it when you're pulling away. You feel like your penis and testicles move up into your body, giving you some indirect prostate, aka the male G spot stimulation. PC exercises even help you last longer in bed. And as your hips keep that pumping rhythm going, you need to inhale as you relax, exhale as you squeeze. That is if you want to feel the orgasm travel right into your toes. So you breathe in, mm-hmm. breathe out when you're tensing and relaxing the PC muscles. This is a good time to talk about your app to help I people out. Did you, you were on the phone. No. Dude, I just plugged it. You did talk about your app? We're... Yeah, I just said. I'm just I'm just you're kidding. You. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, where? What planet were you on when I just said I don't mean? I'm not talking about this to plug my app, but I'm going to because I can't help it. Okay, Sorry, I love this one. This is a great sex right, tip for men. This is awesome. Again, not practiced that frequently, but a great one. Shallow thrusting. A tip for getting stimulation for her G spot is shallow thrusting. The outer third of a woman's vagina is her most sensitive area. What's more, it'll also provide extra sensations to tickle your fancy since you'll be concentrating on the most sensitive part of your penis, the head. You can also have best of both worlds by combing shallow and deep thrusting, by combining shallow and deep thrusting. Begin with nine shallow thrusts and then move those hips to get in deep for one hard thrusts. Then do eight shallow thrusts. Then do eight shallow thrusts and two deep thrusts. Then you do seven shallow thrusts and you like vary the movement. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, the shallow thrusting is where it's really sensitive for women. So you don't – like, most men are just, like, all about the the deep thrust, deep, 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 which feels really good for women. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels awesome, but we want the variation. So this is all talking about, like, shallow thrusting. Changing it up. Changing it up, ma'am. Get a – you know, can you break it down? Are you going to break it down on sexwithemily.com? Yes. Because you didn't understand it? No, no. I understood it, but it just, you know. We'll break it down more at sexwithemily.com. We absolutely will. Well, Well, we should post this. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, the cat position. I've talked about this, the coital alignment technique. It's mm-hmm. a variation of the missionary position. She squeezes her legs together after you enter her, forcing your knees on either side of her thighs. And mm-hmm. the man is um, – I don't know. This one is so – this one we need – I think – can we post this on the website? Uh, there's a, a picture of it, a diagram of it. Yeah. So the man is above her, and um, this is not an up and down movement. This is mm-hmm. like a, a – this is like a, a side to side and it, this increases the odds of a woman having orgasm from vaginal thrusting, even though it will still be a cl- clitoral orgasm. So your hips grind rather than thrust it and out. And the man has moved up more on top of her. I'm okay. going to put this down. Yeah, I need a picture of that. I know. Okay, these are movements for women. Okay. Okay, pace yourself. 
Timing is extremely important. If you want a long lovemaking session, start out slow. This will help him last longer. So women on top, these are some things that women can do. Start moving up and down to build momentum. Do you like when a woman when, – when, separate thought. When a woman's on top of you, do you like when she's going up and down or forward and backward? What feels better to you? Uh, up and down. Up and, and down. forward and backward. Because forward and backward, I feel like you're, uh, you're going to slip and lose a rhythm, you know? She is? Or you and are both both of us together, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, but I think up and down you can right up and, and up and down it looks hot because you can watch your penis going in and yeah, out. Yeah, that's and what then, men like that. Yeah, they love that. Love, men but then love also that. it's harder. They love the yeah. penis in and out. They but love then it's it. <laughs> then it's uh, but it's harder. I feel it's harder to get off rhythm with that right. that position. And plus, she's going. Well, either way, there are, women are doing at the motion that they right. that they like right when they're yeah. on top so you can rest your torso or you can rest your torso on his and essentially grind him from side to side or in circles so that's mm-hmm. the other way so grind him from side to side or up and down yeah but just because you're in the driver's seat that doesn't mean you have to do other work he can wrap his hands around your hips and help you gyrate start slowly rock back and forth gyrate in small circles lift for sensual up and down and pump hard for that special oomph oomph as his body tenses and he nears his orgasmic point of no return, match the increasing speed and rhythm and don't stop until you get every last contraction. So um, so this is really interesting. So you can rock back and forth, gyrate in small circles. What was I just going to say about that? Oh, he can help you gyrate. So I like when – like I think when a woman's on top, I think a lot of men are like, oh, I'm just going to let her do her thing because she yeah. knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But it can be really nice when a guy helps you and moves you forward and backward as well yeah. with or up and down or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do like because then you're like in it together and yeah. and guys are sometimes can be stronger than women oftentimes yeah. and so sometimes they can move you even faster or harder than you can do it yourself so that's a total bonus when guys kind of pitch in to help yeah of course you just grip on tight and then you know just follow their lead though i'm getting kind of turned on right now <laughs> <laughs> all right I don't know. That doesn't happen often. I just got kind of turned on. Okay, cool. reverse cowgirl. We've talked about this. The man lies mm-hmm. on his back with his legs closed and knees slightly bent. She sits on top of him and faces the other way. Instead of moving up and down, she rocks back and forth. This will provide both clitoral and G-spot stimulation. And this is a huge one. Men love reverse. A lot of men like reverse cowgirl because they can watch again the in and out. And so women, this is going to be a grinding back and forth rather than – I mean up and down is hot too. But this is like – again, mm-hmm. we're talking more about the grinding. Like we so go towards the up and down and the – yeah. And the um, you're talking back and about, forth. When you say grinding, back. you're talking about a circular motion. Circular right? motion, yeah. yeah. More okay. circular. So that's what I got for you. And then tomorrow we'll be talking about being a better kisser because that will enhance your mm-hmm. sex life. And then we've got – oh, oh, we've got – we give away we give away prizes every week. We give away yeah. special, special things. And this week we're giving away um, – people, you got to email me ASAP your sex tip. What is the best sex tip that you've ever gotten, that you've ever learned, that anyone's ever done to you, that you've ever experienced? Just email me feedback at sexwithemily.com where you can just go to the website and put ask uh, the ask Emily. Easy to do there. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do on the website. And send me your best sex tip and we'll give you a special prize and uh, we'll totally appreciate that. So yeah, you can find me on also you can do it on Sex with Emily, Sex with Emily or Twitter, Sex with Emily. And um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, that we just want to hear what the best sex tips you've ever learned and give you prizes. That's all we want to do. All I want to do is help you out. We want to give back. prizes. Yep, exactly. I just want to <laughs> give you a prize, baby. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. What else? Anything else, Max? Uh, We've got like uh, a couple one things. minute. Yeah, couple things. Oh. Uh, well, we were started late, so we what else? recorded. We record here at Stitcher Studios. We love Stitcher. Stitcher is a app that is free for your smartphone. Um, you know, Android, what BlackBerry, iPhone, and you can stream the podcast on your phone whenever you want. But you know, once you're a Friends of Benefits member, you just type in the password one time, and every single day it will let you know when the new episode is available. I know, I love it. I use it at home. Also, I'm a big fan of your your Fire TV. Fire TV. Fire TV is yeah, um, you didn't amazing. Mention the Fire I know. TV. I, I mentioned yeah. earlier. Fyre TV is my set. T- like I literally, I miss. Now I'm going to miss my dog when I go away. But when I was in Michigan, I missed my Fire TV set top <laughs> box. It is like the Netflix of porn. They've got like 20,000 titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you can break it down by categories like porn for women, porn for men, or just facial mm-hmm. porn, you know, when 
the man orgasms on the woman's face yeah. or hand job porn or big boob porn or like there's all these different yeah. ways like it, it blows my mind and the user interface is really cool and i when love I was watching up porn. at your house there was two girls uh dildo and anal play yes there was it was very classy there was a and lot they were of in a blow up um they were in a blow up pool and a yeah. lot of lube and I was afraid <laughs> and I left. <laughs> like, okay, I'm see you later. All right. Everything's plugged in. I'll okay, see you later. So everyone should check out Fire TV because there are new sponsors. And I'm not just saying this because there are new sponsors. I'm just saying like, oh, my God. Really, like techno- techn Right. You know, because I'm a tech geek, like it is set up really legit. I don't have one, I, do, but I set it up. At, do you want one? <laughs> uh, we'll talk no, about it offline. Right. But I, it's it's. It is set up just like Netflix. Like right. you know, people ha- they buy little boxes they put on top of your TV, and then you can scroll through. I know you just explained it, but it, yeah, to, to me, it was it, it amazed me on how <laughs> well it was set up. I, I it believe blows that is. My mind. I think the categories are even set up way better than Netflix. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, I can get this specific. That's yeah. what I'm doing tonight with my dog. We're gonna watch porn together, not together, like in a weird way. But wow. I got no plans. You share too much. Too much. Okay, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. This episode is brought to you by one of our amazing sponsors, Mask Sexual Flavor Strips. They enhance your sexual experiences with a taste of strawberry, mango, watermelon, or chocolate. It's kind of like a Listerine strip, but for sex. So if you like sex and you want to make it even more enjoyable and you like hearing Sex with Emily for free, Check out Mask at sexualflavors.com. Enjoy the show. I promise your sex life will improve.